Welcome, everybody, yet another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World Podcast. If y'all are enjoying your day, sweet. If not, what the hell ever. So, February 2nd, 2013. Still over three months left of these shows to torture myself through. Let's kick into this. So, show opens by reminding us that Dolph Ziggler and Zack Ryder are having their match, and the match graphic actually, graphic actually gets updated, because last time they showed us just Ziggler on his own, getting ready to go against Zack Ryder, and now this time they remember, oh yeah, we gotta put AJ Lee and Big E and Langston in here. Good thing they remember that. And then you get a replay of last week's interview again, which is becoming a trend since 2013 started. You interrupted my interview, that makes this personal enough for a match next week. Anyway, so with Orton and Barrett, or sorry, Orton and Damian Sandow, we saw it just recently again with The Miz and Darren Young, because that's how you set up a match, oh, interview, face-to-face shit, and now we're getting here with Ziggler and Ryder. So we get this match, and it seemed to me when I was watching this that it might be the only match, because it's like it felt like they were advertising the main event for your next week's show, but instead it's happening right away from the show. And you get Kofi Kingston joining commentary. All right. So for some reason, when Ryder, before the action starts, Ryder, it looks like he's doing the wanking motion, almost like his dick is coming out of his hip, like, woo, woo, woo. Ryder, that's not G-rated. So, action kicks off, Ryder flips out from an arm ringer, and he gets an arm drag on Ziggler, but then Ziggler's like, fuck this, gets out of the ring, and AJ's gotta be like, okay, your hair's fine, like, working on it. So for the second week in a row, we're having a match where somebody's worried about their hair. Ha ha, funny, ha ha ha. Kill me, please. So, Kofi, like, he's commentating while Ziggler's doing offense, and uh, Ziggler's doing that whole show off, like, yeah, I can shake my ass. Kofi's just like, ain't nobody got time for that showing off. So we get a sweet brown type of reference there. And Ryder, he gets a bit more offense. He gets a flapjack on Ziggler, clotheslines him to over the top rope to the outside. He does a springboard plancha to Ziggler on the floor. Going to commercial. Thank goodness. So you come back from break. For some reason, I got back from the breaker on my notes. Ziggler gets a near fall on Ryder after Ryder hits a crossbody on the ropes. And Ziggler has to sell, or sorry, Ryder has to sell this crossbody miss. Long out while Ziggler gets on his back, puts his feet under Ryder's body, kind of like he's support, like holding his legs down, and starts doing sit-ups while counting along. Think about this for a second. Ryder is selling this missed offense into ropes. Longer than wrestlers nowadays sell finishers. This man was down for many, like, maybe 20 seconds. Maybe longer. Yeah, you got guys who get hit with finishers, kick out, and then are quickly back up on their feet. What happened to wrestling? So now then, they're still going at it. Like, Ryder gets whipped to the ropes, or, yeah, gets whipped to the ropes, like, back first, and camera misses it. Of course. And then Ryder's mocking him with the fist bumps. Yeah, I can wank too. Then Ryder, he's trying to know Connor roll to piss Ziggler off. Because like, hey, turn your back on me. And then eats Ziggler's super kick. Which does not get the camera cut, thank goodness. So Ryder gets put in wrestles. And then he's trying his offense to make a comeback. He hits a face buster and gets camera cut. He goes to the corner, tries to get his knees up to block Ziggler's oncoming charging attack. Camera cut again. But then he gets a missile drop kick, which doesn't get a camera cut. Ziggler, he avoids the broski boot, and, Z- and Ryder pretty much crotches himself on the bottom rope. Then he's stumbling around, then boom, zigzag, that's it. Thank goodness. Would it look bad for Ziggler if he lost a match on a fucking G-rated C-show like this to Zack Ryder, of all people. Especially when Ziggler, at this point, was Mr. Money in the Bank. And with that dented briefcase, so thank goodness he won. 
And then before we go to commercial break, we get told, oh yeah, Wade Barrett, who's the Intercontinental Champion at this time, is going to be in the main event. Which, once again, is becoming a trend because we're constantly getting these matches where it's just like, okay, we have one match that's announced and then another one just saying somebody's in action, but we don't know who they're going against. Sheamus, we didn't know who he was going against a few weeks ago until it's like, Oi, fella, bring out Michael McGillicuddy because he's not big or strong, fella. Then we saw it again last week with Kofi Kingston, who is suddenly going up against Epico. And now we got this with Wade Barrett. He's having a match against somebody. So then after the break, Saturday morning spotlight. Look at Wade Barrett. It's, I watched this and it's quite a shame he didn't become a true main eventer in WWE because, I mean, the guy had the look. Cut a promo. But, I mean, injuries kind of held him back. So, who is the Intercontinental Champion going against for the main event of the show? Yoshitatsu. I honestly, when I watched this, I had completely forgotten that Tatsu was even still in the company. But the big problem with this match is they barely had any time. At all, it was like a few minutes. And the big thing I noted from Tatsu is he kept doing the same offense three times in a row. Get an arm drag on Barrett and hold him down with an arm bar. Because that's what he did right at the start. Then Barrett, he tries to come back a bit, clocks him with a shoulder tackle, but then Tatsu once again, arm drag, arm bar. I guess he read from the 1004 hold list that Chris Jericho made. Then Yoshi goes to the corner, he floats out of there, and once again, arm drag, arm bar as they go to commercial. That's the limitations of the show. So then Barrett, he does something to Yoshi in the corner, and then as same thing when Tatsu goes off the ropes on both times. Camera cuts! Stop it! What is he doing? So then Tatsu's on the ground... Gets put in the seated abdominal stretch by Barrett, and Barrett is like constantly slapping at his belly. Oi, I'm hurting your belly. Oi. Then Yoshi's trying to do, like, make a big comic. Running crossbody, Japanese arm drag, which is like an arm drag, but you land on your back so the person, another person flips forward. He gets a drop kick for near fall. So then Barrett's in the corner, takes a running high knee. But then as Yoshi bounces off the ropes, Barrett catches him with a big boss man slam. Which I think Barrett called the wins a change. And that's suddenly it. This match was like four minutes. Okay, this felt like what you would see in a dark match before or after a TV show happens. Like, how is this a main event? Okay, you had the Intercontinental Champion beating a guy who was pretty much down at the bottom of the totem pole. And it feels weird. You had two matches on the show, and both matches, a heel whiner. Ziggler won over Ryder. And Barrett went over Tatsu. And the only continuity that you saw in terms of, like, storytelling or action or anything was that when Kofi was over on commentary, Barrett would sometimes mock him. Like, he's trying to mock him, like, boom, 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 like, because Kofi's pissed off, like, oh, you got, like, I've got your Intercontinental Championship, because it's mine now. Thank you very much. Like, the show sucked. Yeah, Ziggler Ryder was fine, but the main event felt like what, like I said, a dark match you would see before or after a televised show. This, and again, this feels weird. Two matches, both of them won by heels. Normally, like, it's a G-rated show. You want to please the kids. So you have to do something to make the kids happy. I mean, they're sitting there shitting their pants while eating their freaking Cheerios out of a bowl full of milk on a Saturday morning because... At this point, Saturday morning, cartoons weren't going to be much of a thing for a whole lot longer. But no, we got to make the kids cry, brah. Just like Gunther does to Chad Gable's kids there, huh? Am I right? Anyway, yeah, this was just not good. 
And like I said, I still got another three months worth of episodes that I can finally move on from this because I feel like I'm going to need therapy by the time this is all said and done. Anyway, that is going to be it for today. Let me know what you all thought in the comments section below this episode of Saturday Morning Slam. If you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, subscribe to the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to the podcast, any other service that this podcast is available on. And I'll catch you all in the next one. Hopefully it's going to be better, because I have no clue what's happening next week, because they did not even announce, even announce what's happening next time. Fuck. So anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody. Shit.